Thank you for visiting God Said, Man Said. We're so glad you've come. May the face of the Lord shine upon you with light and truth. Dear visitor, have you been born again? Can you point to the day when Jesus Christ became the Lord of your life? The Bible says that today is the day of salvation. Today is your day of salvation. Make your surrender unto Jesus Christ today. Time is very, very short. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Do it now. We'll wait for you here. Now for today's subject. God said Hosea chapter 4 verse 13. They sacrifice upon the tops of the mountains and burn incense upon the hills under oaks and poplars and elms because the shadow thereof is good. Therefore your daughters shall commit whoredom and your spouses shall commit adultery. Man said, who needs the Bible? Man created God and not God man. We don't need its archaic morality. Now the record. Satan's first words to mankind, yea, hath God said, have remained constant throughout time. He challenged the inerrancy of God's word. In an act of unbelief and disobedience, our great-grandmother Eve followed the second voice in the garden, Satan's voice. God said, man said, stands in defense of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We prove it biblically, spiritually, rationally, and from the viewpoints of various academic disciplines such as archaeology, paleontology, geology, biology, neurology, psychology, cosmology, etc., etc., Inerrancy has been replaced with doubt, and when there is doubt, the mountain won't move. Jesus said in Mark eleven twenty three, For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Satan has eroded the foundation of faith of many by his constant dripping of Yea, hath God said. The scriptures call it the deceivableness of unrighteousness. The word of God speaks of the son of perdition, the Antichrist, in Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 9 and 10. Even him, whose coming is after the working of Satan, with all power and signs and lying wonders, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness, in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved." Abraham believed God, and it was counted unto him for righteousness, Romans 4, 3. Righteousness is a product of faith in God and his word. Conversely, unrighteousness is unbelief or the deceivableness of unrighteousness. Eve believed Satan's word over God's. Adam followed her lead, and ever since it's been like mother, like daughter, like father, like son. The only way of escape from this generational and genetic conundrum is to die to our Adamic roots and become born a second time, born again through Christ Jesus. Satan challenges the inerrancy in sundry ways. An army of original Greek and Hebrew scholar wannabes, theologians, and biblical revisionists have been carrying the devil's water, challenging the accuracy of the received text commonly known as the authorized King James Version of the Bible. Academia, through its vehicles of pseudoscience and philosophy, have challenged the authenticity of the Bible and the existence of God himself. Society at large, through the media and social interaction, has consistently pressed the envelope to accommodate its wickedness. 
God's word is the standard of morality. And if the standard is broken, the results are easily discerned. Noah Webster's 1828 American Dictionary of the English Language defines moral. Definition 1. Relating to the practice, manners, or conduct of men as social beings in relation to each other and with reference to right and wrong. The word moral, moral excuse me, is applicable to actions that are good or evil, virtuous or vicious, and has reference to the law of God as the standard by which their character is to be determined, end of quote. Morality is the word of God. Walking contrary to it is simply immoral. There is a concept called gradualism, which accurately describes Satan's game plan, the deceivableness of unrighteousness, which is a little at a time. He simply keeps pushing the envelope. I reminded of the 1953 I Love Lucy episode that was censored when the use of, for the use of the word pregnant. Even though they were married, they were required to sleep in separate beds. We've come a long way, haven't we? When the inerrancy and authority of the Word of God are rejected in the pulpits, as has been done in the vast, vast majority, the absolutes are broken and morality begins its ugly demise. It is in the pulpits where God's judgment begins, and rightfully so. 1 Peter 4.17 For the time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God. And if it first begin at us, what shall the end be of them that obey not the gospel of God? The ministers of the pulpits have left the preaching of the cross. They have left off the preaching of godly sorrow for one's sins and the gospel of repentance and surrender to the inerrant authority of God's word. The congregations are not being taught godly fear and the necessity of separating from every evil in partial way. Instead of the necessary word, which includes fire and brimstone, they are offered the good humor gospel. Romans 16:17 and 18, Now I beseech you, brethren, mark them which cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which ye have learned, and avoid them. For they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly. And by good words and fair speeches deceive the hearts of the simple. God said, man said, is a proof text. When God declares a principle or a judgment, be assured that those who reject or neglect it will reap the consequence. The category on this website titled, God Said, Man Said the Record, demonstrates the perfect supernatural inerrancy of the Word of God. It does this by setting forth a specific commandment or endorsement of God, highlighting man's disobedience, and then considering the negative, deadly results. This feature will demonstrate this principle once again. God speaks to wayward Israel in the book of Hosea. He declares the curse that will come upon them as a result of their unfaithfulness to his commandments. Keep in mind that God's word is the moral standard, and when it is rejected, immorality begins its reign. Hosea chapter 4, verses 6 through 14. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee, that thou shalt be no priest to me. Seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy God, I will also forget thy children. As they were increased, so they sinned against me. Therefore will I change their glory into shame. They eat up the sin of my people, and they set their heart on their iniquity. And there shall be like people, like priests. And I will punish them for their ways, and reward them their doings. For they shall eat and not have enough. They shall commit whoredom 
and shall not increase, because they have left off to take heed to the Lord. Whoredom and wine and new wine take away the heart. My people ask counsel at their stocks, and their staff declareth unto them. For the spirit of whoredoms hath caused them to err, and they have gone a-whoring from under their God. They sacrifice upon the tops of the mountains, and burn incense upon the hills, under oaks and poplars and elms, because the shadow thereof is good. Therefore your daughters shall commit whoredom, and your spouses shall commit adultery. I will not punish your daughters when they commit whoredom, nor your spouses when they commit adultery, for themselves are separated with whores, and they sacrifice with harlots. Therefore the people that doth not understand shall fall. God said, Because you have rejected the standard of righteousness and morality, your daughters shall commit whoredom, and your spouses shall commit adultery. Let's see what the record has to say. More than 1.6 million babies were born to unmarried women, or 38.5% of all births in the U.S. in 2006. For mothers under 20 years of age, over 90% of births are to unmarried women. 95% of Americans have engaged in premarital sex. The U.S. Census Bureau 2000 shows that unmarried couples living together rose 72% in just 10 years. Over half of today's marriages are preceded by, ho- by cohabitation, excuse me, which was virtually unheard of just 50 years ago. Only 25% of Americans believe cohabitation is morally wrong. Accurate infidelity reports are hard to pin down, but the 1980 Height Report claimed that 72% of men married two or more years were unfaithful. A 1987 survey claimed that 70% of women married five or more years were unfaithful. Keep in mind, those numbers are over 20 years old. P. Vaughn, in the book Monogamy Myth, placed infidelity as 60% among men and 40% among women. When the Word of God, the standard of morality, is rejected, the results are always devastating. This feature is just another proof that God is, and that obeying or disobeying His commandments bears real fruit. Take heed, choose life, and live. God said, Hosea chapter 4, verse 13, They sacrifice upon the tops of the mountains, and burn incense upon the hills, under oaks and poplars and elms, because the shadow thereof is good. Therefore your daughters shall commit whoredom, and your spouses shall commit adultery. Man said, Who needs the Bible? Man created God and not God-man. We don't need its archaic morality. Now you have the record.